What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? No, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. This is going to go the distance. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Fun show today. We're going to do some, I don't know about rankings disputes, but maybe upside disputes, things like that. Plus, we're going to help you set your DFS lineups and tell you who's going to win this weekend. All right. It's conference championship weekend. Maybe the best weekend of football all year. Should have two great, I hope two great games. Um, We'll see. We'll see if Debo Samuel plays. That'll be a big one for the 49ers. We have some coaching news. Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers. A lot of coaches like to run the ball. I don't know if they like to run the ball as much as Jim Harbaugh does. Welcome, everybody. It's Thursday morning. It's Adam, Heath, Dave, and Jamie. And here's your stat of the week, guys. Detroit has allowed, this is insane, 141 or more yards to a wide receiver in five straight games. It has been a bit of a murderer's row. Jefferson, Lamb, Jefferson, Puka, Evans. All of them have scored at least 26 PPR fantasy points. Brandon Ayuk, loving anybody loving Brandon Ayuk this week? Of course. Oh, so I need him for our playoff challenge. That one haunts me. I can't believe I, dra- I drafted Cooper over Ayuk. I didn't even realize Ayuk was on the board. So we don't we didn't have a board. I, I don't think that's going to be the thing. Doesn't that, matter. That, that determines. Yeah, I got, all, <laughs> I got all the bills too. But yeah, still, it still haunts me. Uh, well, good, good. Congratulations, Jamie. You're going to have a big week. No, I don't have. I, I need. I need a few big games. The next. Few, Two games potentially from McCaffrey and Ayuk, but there you go. Uh, Heat's in a good spot. Dan's in a good spot potentially. Dave's in a good spot, so I think it's a a four man race. All right, I, I think it's Dan and Dave. I think it's Dan and Dave. Dan and Dave. All right, Killer D's. Let's make some picks. Let's jump right into this. Well, Dan, Dan will be out if the Ravens and 49ers win. Yeah, if those two win, then I think Dave's probably going to win. It. Yeah, right. Then Dave's in a good spot. Okay, but, great, I mean, great, I great. I still have McCaffrey and Ayuk. If McCaffrey and Ayuk do what they're capable of doing, then I, I still have a you lead got a, You got a lot of people to overcome if it's a Ravens 49ers Super Bowl, which, by the way, Adam, is my pick. Ravens 49ers Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. 
You going logo over Swift? Logo over Swift. <laughs> All right, let's make some picks. Dave's going with uh, San Francisco and Baltimore. Jamie, who are you going with? Uh, logo, also. What does logo mean? The we colors of the logo. Are you living under a rock? No, but I don't remember. I don't know what the colors of the logo are. This is uh, you guys They are, are the 49ers and the Ravens colors. It's not that okay, difficult okay. to figure out. Well, what do you mean? I don't I don't look at the logo. What are you guys looking at the logo for? I don't even know Because where. it's a very popular conspiracy theory. I don't do conspiracy theories. Okay. I'm just I'm very real. All right. So we got two picks for Ravens Niners. Heath, how about you? I'll just say that, like, the Ravens have got the MVP at quarterback, the best defense in the NFL. They're at home. Like, you better you better get to the Super Bowl this year. Um, Chiefs 20, Ravens 16. And I'll take the 49ers by 17. I am also going with the 49ers. Do you think – what's this is a pretty big spread in that game. Do you think it's going to be close? And, and how much does Debo matter? Debo matters considerably, but I, I think what matters more is defense and that the 49ers have the chance to bounce back after a bad game. And I think the 49ers will end up putting a hurt on the Lions. I hate to say it, though. Lions have been such a fun story. They've been fun to root for in the playoffs, but I, I think the 49ers are just the better team. Certainly the better defense, definitely the better secondary. Makes sense that they would go out there and win by two scores. I, I think the Lions would have a chance at home, but I just don't think out outside on the road uh, it could get i think it gets really ugly okay uh i i do think debo samuel's status matters i mean brock purdy averages eight yards per attempt in those four games that debo missed or or didn't or barely played and that's way below what he usually averages and two of those games are rain games so i think that had a lot to do with it too but all right we're all picking the 49ers i'm going chiefs let's go heath i like your red shirt Right. I mean, no, it's a it's a it's a Patrick Mahomes shirt. It's oh, okay. uh yeah. No, it's um like I, I I don't think the Chiefs are going to stop the Ravens run attack at all between the twenties. It's just can they force the Ravens into field goals? That's something that they've had troubles with in the past, that red zone efficiency. And that's why I picked twenty to sixteen. I think the Ravens get to the red zone four times, but kick three field goals. Ravens are eighth best in pressure rate. They were during the regular season. And that you just that's a big thing here. I mean, they can't teams can't get to Mahomes right now. He's not turning the ball. He never turns mm. the ball over. But Joe Tooney out, it's a big deal for them. That's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. So that's that's making me a little less confident in the pick. I think it's gonna come down to turnovers. I think Lamar gives it up twice, but Mahomes gives it up zero times. And I'm picking the Chiefs to win this then they're gonna win the stupid Super Bowl again. Um all right. Shouldn't Taylor Swift just like go down and perform at halftime if they're if they're in the Super Bowl? Shouldn't she just Make a cameo? No. <laughs> it depends. If she's getting paid. She's a fan. Yes. Leave her alone. Right. right you went to a football game as a fan. They didn't ask you to go down at halftime and host a podcast. <laughs> I would have done it if they had asked. Hey, listen. Vote. Get out there and vote. I think you only have two days left. Please vote for us. Sportspodcastawards.com. Link in the episode description. QR code on YouTube. Wherever you're watching or listening, you can find a way to get to Sportspod... Or, or you can type sportspodcastawards.com. Click vote now. Best fantasy betting and gaming is the category. Fantasy football today is the podcast. We need your vote. It is all fan vote. Help us out. We want Jalen Brunson in the all-star game. You can vote for him too. But if you don't want to do that, vote for fantasy football today in the sports podcast awards. News and notes. Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers. Five-year deal. 
In four seasons as head coach of the Niners, the 49ers were third, third, second, and seventh in run rate. In his last eight seasons at Michigan, he was there for nine years, only have data in eight seasons. I, I won't give you all the numbers. They pretty much ran the ball a lot, and they were an unconventional college football powerhouse. They didn't spread the field and you know, and have these like mobile quarterbacks. They ran the ball. They are hard, gritty, run, you know, line of scrimmage type of team. So do you, do you think that's going to happen with the Chargers? No. Right. They'll, run, they'll run more than I think we've seen in the Justin Herbert era, but I think that's also a byproduct of whatever they're going to do in their backfield. So Austin Eckler is probably gone unless he takes a very team-friendly deal to stay. And maybe he's excited to do that. But at this point, I mean, looking at their personnel, like how are you taking this job without the intent on leaning on Justin Herbert? I'll be interested to see who the offensive coordinator is that comes along with him. But I will project them. I mean, it's what we hope for because Herbert hasn't actually been that efficient on a per-pass basis. But he throws the ball 800 times, so it doesn't matter. What you hope for is that the volume goes down, but the efficiency goes way up. Do we know how many times in those years with the Niners and the Wolverines where it was one back who did a lot of the work? Well, I think it was Kaepernick for part of the 49ers time. For sure it was, and I know Gore was there too. Uh, No, I I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Well, I think it could be pretty good for the Chargers running back next year, Blake Corum. (laughs) That that makes a lot of sense. Um, His offense coordinator in San Francisco was Greg Roman, you know, and he's available right now, so... Yeah. Oh, what a I, reunion. I would not I would not love that for Justin Herbert. No, that would be bad. You gotta be pretty excited if you're a Chargers fan, right? This is great. Oh my god, of course. <laughs> right. Guys yeah. want everywhere he's been. Great for the Chargers, not so great for Justin Herbert's fantasy value. Although that this could is their time potentially of year. change. The Chargers <laughs> thrive January through August. Like they have had some spectacular off seasons. All right. Uh, the Bengals promoted quarterback coach Dan Pitcher to offensive coordinator. Wait, how'd you pronounce that? <laughs> Pitcher. Okay, I got it. Um, Miami and uh, defensive coordinator Vic Fangio mutually parted ways. He's a lot of smoke. He's going to Philly. Yeah, he's going to become he, the in Eagles. Philly this morning, I think, to sign a contract. Okay, so he's going to be the Eagles. And he worked with them last year. Like he was a consultant for them last year. And now he's just going to be their DC. I think it's going to be fascinating if they hire Arthur Smith and just that coaching. Oh, staff. has that been has that been rumored? Or you I just... believe he is one of that's one of the teams that's interested in him. If I'm not mistaken, one of the eight teams that have made reference to it. I just <sighs> figured, I, I just figured he'd go with Vrabel if Vrabel got a job, but maybe Vrabel won't. Yeah. Uh, I can only make. I, I I don't think he's bad as an offensive coordinator or anything. It's just not great for fantasy, Arthur Smith. Well, I mean, it's great for their running backs. Whoever yeah. the running back may be. I mean, he had a 2,000-yard season with I Derek know, Henry. but that's one right. guy. That's He's good for a running back. He might be bad for well, four Well, I mean, players. he was very good with Tyler Algier as a rookie when no, Tyler no, Algier was I, not. I'm great. sorry. I mean, one guy on the offense. He's bad for the oh, quarterback sure. receiver. I mean, look, to, to, to be fair, we haven't seen him with a quarterback. He had yeah. Tannehill in, ten, in Tennessee. He had the, the the guys in Atlanta. So maybe he could do something with, with a proven quarterback. So, But, I mean, Jalen Hurts obviously is not – making all of his fantasy production based on his throwing. A lot of it has to yeah. do with his running. So very similar to what uh, Harbaugh had as his quarterback. I mean, Jalen Hurts will be a great fantasy quarterback. And Tannehill was great with Arthur Smith. So they found some magic there. And so was A.J. Brown. True. 
Okay, how about uh, Cleveland? They're hiring former Panthers running backs coach Deuce Staley. They do need an offensive coordinator. I don't know if they're hiring him for that. I'm not sure if it's been announced, but he's joining the no, staff. No, that's the running backs coach. He is going to be the running backs coach? Yes, and Deuce has been a big proponent of multiple backs. So but expect, you know. For the most part, it's been multiple backs, but it's been just so much running back volume that it it's okay. Um, he's the type of guy that can, can give you two backs with fantasy value with the right coordinator. Uh, the Steelers are extending their defensive coordinator, Terrell Austin. And then let's get to the notes for this weekend's games. Mark Andrews practiced in full. He practiced in full last week, too. They decided he was not going to go. We will see. If he plays. It's, it's, there are reports that are saying he'll, he will play. Okay. If he does play, do you like him this week, Mark Andrews? No, but he's a good contrarian play because you know what he's capable of if he is healthy. But who's a better contrarian play, Andrews or Likely? Likely for me. He's 300 less on FanDuel, Likely is. So you, you, give, you get the idea that he's been playing and he can get a touchdown opportunity. Tough to trust Andrews in his first game back, so I would I, agree. I do think it's a pretty big risk. Like if you're playing the main slate, you've got four options at tight end. Kelsey, Kittle, Laporta, or guessing between these two. Like, it's a contrarian play, but it could cost you a lot of points at that position. Yeah. Uh, Wouldn't Bal- you rather just go with Laporta at 6,500, spend up a little bit, get a guy that's yeah. uh, got the same type of touchdown potential, if not more so, than Isaiah Likely with way more targets? I'll probably play Kittle, but... Yeah. See, I think that that would be contrarian, but if there's no Debo, people will be dialed in to... And he's a little bit more. He's 100 more than Laporte. I'd be on Laporte all day. People will be dialed into Kittle, you're saying, if there's no Debo? Yeah. If there's no Debo, people or just will. Or play both. Or play both. That's not a bad idea either. Uh, Baltimore cornerback Marlon Humphrey could play. He's been out a while. Kansas City guard Joe Tooney, unlikely to play. We told you that. It's a big deal. Isaiah Pacheco has a toe injury. You feel like uh, he's one to avoid this week, Pacheco? I think he's nine to play. One to avoid. That was a, was that a toe joke? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, I think he's fine. I think he's fine. Kansas City linebacker Willie Gay was limited, but they were missing two defensive players, Mike Edwards and Derek Noddy. Edwards safety, uh, Derek Noddy defensive tackle. They both missed practice. Edwards left with an injury. Edwards and Willie Gay left with injuries last week, so at least Willie Gay back on the practice field. And of course, Debo Samuel missed practice on Wednesday. I'm not getting great vibes there. I don't know how you guys are feeling about that, but I, if we had Evo? to guess, yeah. I mean, the fact that he's not practicing after leaving a game and knowing his injury history, yeah, I, I don't feel good about it. And I'm not probably going to feel good about it even if he's active. We've seen decoy Samuel before. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not a surprise that he didn't practice on Wednesday. He's. I doubt he's going to practice on Thursday. We'll see what happens on Friday. Um but uh, we're, we're keeping an eye on it. We're keeping a shoulder on it. <laughs> we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to uh, do a little bit of 2024 discussion before getting back into the games and some DFS strategies and tips for you. We'll be right back on Fantasy Football today. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, 
and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, I have a few categories here. Most upside, three quarterbacks to ask you about. Who's your favorite running back? Three running backs to ask you about. Best late-round flyer between three running backs. Hopeful or hopeless with young wide receivers. And are they done with some players who might be washed up at this stage in their career or just not that good at this stage in their career. But these are players that we haven't talked a lot about as we've unveiled our top 12s at each position. We've talked almost zero about these guys. So here we go. Uh, I do have some Twitter polls to uh, get that into the discussion as well and see how people are feeling about it. But who has the most upside in 2024? Trevor Lawrence, Kirk Cousins, or Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, Kirk Cousins, or Deshaun Watson, who has the most upside? Heath, you've got a big grin on your face. I feel like you've got something to say here. I, I don't know that. I think it's a really fun group of guys to ask that question about. And I'm going to say, like, if we're not worried about risk at all, and we're just saying that everybody is completely healthy and things go perfectly right for them, then I think Kirk Cousins has the most upside. I think Kirk Cousins could go back to Minnesota throw the ball 700 times to Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, and TJ Hawkinson, and finish as a top three or four fantasy quarterback. He was on his way there this past year. He averaged 23.2 fantasy points per game in eight games. That's a higher average than he had last year, the year prior or the year before that. And there's just there's so much potential there. You just have to hope that he comes through the offseason. First of all, you have to hope that he resigns. Then you have to hope he goes through the offseason. His Achilles is fine. And he's back on the field doing his thing. Okay, Jamie, the options were Lawrence, Cousins, and Deshaun Watson. We have two votes for for Kirk Cousins here. And what's your vote? Did you just use your sleeve as a tissue? No, it was, I swear to you, it was, I have an itch. I just itched uh. my nose. I did not, there was no, no discharge. This is yeah, like I mean, you, you look like, you look like my five-year-old. Yep. I'm sorry, I have yeah. an itchy nose. What do you want me to do? I don't have a tissue here. I'm on the air. I'm so you it. did use your sleeve as a tissue? Correct. No. You just admitted it. You no, said I don't have a you're tissue. You're right. Okay. Let's, <laughs> yeah, no, hypothetically, that. hypothetically, you have everything in the world at your disposal. What would you, what would you have chosen to do just then? What, what, what instru- instrument would you have used? Is there a camera on me or no? <laughs> because listen no listen here's the answer i had an itchy nose if there had not been a camera on me i would have just used my fingers and pinched my nose but since i am on camera it would have looked like i was picking my nose so i used my nose that's how you make the itches go away by pinching i would i would have wiggled a little bit you know this is some serious deja vu i think it was my first or second year at cbs when the adam picks his nose i've never done Uh, that on the air okay um be a little discreet about it adam I, uh, i would take lawrence um i i'm worried about kirk cousins at his age coming off an achilles injury um i do think that the vikings are going to draft a quarterback so i think he's going to be in a bridge situation so um, playing hypotheticals, sure, Kirk Cousins, if he's healthy, if he's back in Minnesota, if there's no concerns with nobody you know, potentially replacing him, yes, he has the most upside. But realistically, uh, I would take Trevor Lawrence. 
I thought I was surprised by the results of the of the poll. I thought Cousins would be the easy winner. Trevor Lawrence has fifty two point five percent of the vote. Cousins thirty one point seven percent, and Deshaun Watson fifteen point eight percent. Lawrence, what did the results have? Nothing. Um, Deshaun Watson. I think rushing is big here. Deshaun Watson was on pace for four hundred and thirty two rushing yards. Lawrence had three hundred and thirty nine rushing yards and four rushing touchdowns in sixteen games. Cousins was on pace for 53 rushing yards. So he's just one of those guys that just never runs the ball. All right. uh, So that's Lawrence for the people, Lawrence for Jamie, and Cousins for uh, Dave and Heath. I'll just say this on Watson. He actually, you look at his game log, obviously you removed the one game where he barely played. wasn't really that bad. 22.7 points against the Bengals, 13.6 at Pittsburgh, 25.2 against Tennessee, 23 against Arizona, and then 18.2 points at Baltimore. That's that's not that bad, really, at Baltimore. But he played pretty poorly and was not terrible for fantasy. So I just want to throw that out there for Watson. All right, next up, who's your favorite? James Conner, Ken Walker, or Ramondre Stevenson? James Conner, Ken Walker, Ramondre Stevenson. Who's your favorite? Uh, Ramondre for me. Um, I'm, I'm hopeful that he still stays in, in the lead role. Age matters here. Uh, if you told me everybody was healthy and playing a full season, I would take Connor. But, you know, he's already missed time this past season. We know about his injury track record. He's going to be, what, 28, Heath, or 29 this year? 28? 29, I believe. 29, 29 is correct. So, uh, you know, that, that's a concern. Um, he's been awesome. And it's not about, you know, what he has done because he's been the best of this trio. But it's about what he will be. And, you know, Stevenson was on his way to a good season last year. We know what he was two years ago. If he's got the right quarterback, which I think we're going to get a rookie, which I'm hopeful for, uh, I think he's going to be the catalyst of this backfield and hopefully still involved in the passing game as well. So he's my favorite. We've got two new offensive coordinators coming into Seattle and New England. So the options are on the table and the potential is there for both Walker and Ramondre to regain roles that are better than what, they may have had. I guess Ramondre's role last year was pretty good. You'd sign up for that right now. Walker, it's TBD, just how much work he'll get. Maybe the new coaching staff, they're all like Charbonnet better than Walker. I, I'd still lean toward Walker. I think he's the better rushing talent than Ramondre Stevenson is, but I'm not sure if we can guarantee that he'll be uh, up there in terms of touches like Ramondre Stevenson will have or that Connor will have. Listen, Connor had an awesome finish last year. I just have a hard time believing that he'll have that exact same role in 2024. So I, I would stay. I, Connor would be third for me. I'd have it Walker just barely ahead of Ramondre. This is one of your best questions ever, Adam. I just continually keep making arguments for Ken Walker and James Conner in my head. Hmm. Uh, I, I, the Stevenson one might be the answer if it's not Jaden Daniels that the Patriots take. If they if they're able to get a, a different, I, mean, I would worry with Jaden Daniels that the targets might really dry up. Um, so I, I'm going to go with Walker, but I am a pretty big Zach Charbonnet fan. I don't think I'm probably taking any of these guys before round four. Okay. Uh, Ramondre in his last six healthy games, weeks six through 12, he got hurt in week 13. He was top 10 per game in half PPR, his 10th in half PPR, seventh in full PPR. He averaged five yards per carry in that stretch. He had he got going in his last six games. Don't know how he would have finished, um, but uh, that was encouraging at the very least. Well, I mean, you could look at Zeke and, and probably just sort of attach those numbers to it and maybe bump it up a little bit. All right, multiply no, it by one point. I don't five. think so. because, Well, in yards per carry maybe, but in terms of fantasy points, 
he was just splitting with Zeke too much, whereas Zeke got... I guess that's fair. Yeah, Zeke got all the catches, basically. Had a um, tough schedule to begin the year, too, if I recall. By the way, all right, so what were the official votes were Dave Walker, right? Yeah, I'm on Walker. Jamie, Ramondre, and Heath, what's your official vote here? Who's I'm changing it to Connor. James Connor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the people like Ken Walker in a landslide, 58.5% of the vote. Makes sense. I mean, look, Dave's right. He has the most rushing upside. Uh, but as, as you know, both guys alluded to, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the new coach and how they view the, the, the second guy there, you know, because of all these, of this trio, he's the one Walker with the most significant competition, you know, based on draft capital and, and talent and upside, at least as of right now, you know, so the Cardinals can bring in somebody else to compete with Connor and we'll see what the Patriots do. The Patriots though, you would think in terms of, you know, Dave, Dave mentioned new coordinator. There will be some continuity because Mayo is on the staff. So I would imagine he's going to potentially stay in the family, you know, in, in, in the Belichick family of somebody that he may have some comfort with or change it completely, which might be fun. Yeah. yeah, I think that the familiarity will be there on defense more so than offense. Probably so. Uh, I'm going to forget to bring this up if I don't do it now. So sorry, quick detour. We- Andrew in our chat says, weather looks to be bad on Sunday in Baltimore. Uh, do we have that, Dave, weatherman Dave, do we have uh, the update on the weather in Baltimore? Give me 32 right. seconds. You look it up. The question was about um, Isaiah Pacheco, but we can, you know, in relation to the weather, but we'll keep an eye on that. We'll update you, and I think it should be about 24 seconds at this point. I got it now if you want to roll with it now. Yeah, go ahead. They are watching a potential winter storm. That's the game of the week. <laughs> Now it's going to be a hurricane. I don't care about the weather. It's the Ravens and the Chiefs. Hey, for the game of the week. Yeah. (laughs) High of 48 degrees. Winds northeast 10 to 15 miles an hour. Chance of rain 90%. Rainfall around a quarter of an inch. Ooh, that is a lot. Not that bad. Not that bad, but could be a lot like that. The weather in San Francisco for the Niners Packers game. Okay. All right. Best late round flyer, Ty Chandler, Zamir White, or Zach Charbonnet? Ty Chandler, Zamir White, Zach Charbonnet. Zach Charbonnet. Is Charbonnet a late round flyer? I mean, shouldn't he be at this point? He didn't do anything when Ken Walker was healthy. Let's see where he went in our mocks. Right? I mean, think well, about I mean, it. Yeah, go ahead. If, if, if you are counting on him, you're counting on him as well as what he hopefully will do. I mean, Walker's missed time each of his first two seasons in the league. Sure. Is but. 93rd overall considered a late round pick? No, I don't think so. But it's I mean, right now it's Mir White by a mile for me. Okay, thank you, thank you. Don't, I, I was, I thought this was a more complicated question than just saying Charbonnet because I know Charbonnet has so much upside, but he also has the potential to be completely useless. Whereas Zamir White finished very strong. Josh Jacobs is a free agent. Ty Chandler, maybe he did enough. I think he sort of overtook. Madison and obviously they could obviously do something at the position, but Jamie, are you saying Zamir white? Go ahead. Well, I mean, we're drafting today, you know, he's got the easiest path to being a starter and, you know, did well for the current coach that's there. So, you know, is he a, a polished running back? No. I mean, if you're talking about talent, he's potentially third, you know, I would probably put him second, but um, you know, behind Charbonnet of what his ability is. So, you know, if you were going to say all three of these guys are in starting jobs, it's, it's Charbonnet by a million yeah. miles. Yeah. Um, but in, in the current scenarios of what these teams are dealing with and what these players are dealing with. I mean, Zamir White just came off being the featured guy for the Raiders and, and the 
the, the guy who's was ahead of him is potentially out the door. So, you know, if White's going to be the starting running back for the Raiders, he's not going to be a late round pick. No, he would not be. And the easier question and the answer to go with it is which one of these running backs is most likely to be their team starter in 2024. And I think it's Zamir White again, just because of how he finished the year. And I, I, I'm not going to say that he's polished, but I think he looked a lot better than I gave him credit for, especially as he got going as, as, as his time went on. Raiders could very easily hand him the job. They could draft another running back too, but they could start the year with Zamir White as their lead back, and it wouldn't surprise me at all. All right. Uh, hope. Next category is hopeful or hopeful. What was the poll on that one? I didn't do a poll on that one. I didn't think people would care mm-hmm. that much. So, <laughs> Hopeful or hopeless, Jahan Dotson, Traylon Burks, Jerry Judy. How many of them are you hopeful for? Dotson, Burks, Judy, and how many hopeless? Uh, hopeful for all three. Um, most confident in... In a bounce back. And a bounce back would be, you know what? Probably time, out. time out before you do that. I actually did a poll on this, and I so I can change it to who do you have the most hope for in 2024? That's what I posted. Dotson, Burks, or Judy? Who do you have the most hope for for 2024? Dotson, Dotson, Dotson. Here's a I don't know if it's a hot take, but but two of these guys are getting new quarterbacks, right? It, Washington, it, D, uh, Terry McLaurin, and Jahan Dotson. Are they among the best by lows in Dynasty right now? Thinking quarterback and coaching. I mean, not to trash Eric Bieniemy, did great, but potential Ben Johnson, potential Daniels or Drake May. You know, maybe they even swing a trade for the number one pick. Who knows? Um, I think you missed your window on that though, because everybody knows that's coming. You know, like that was something you should have done during the season when it was it was looking like that, but. Like you're trying to buy out McLaurin from a team that's looking for picks or Dotson for a team that's looking for picks. Like now it's why would I give those guys up unless the deals are overwhelmingly in my favor? Exactly. I've got McLaurin in our dynasty league. I don't have a first round pick this year. It's going to give me a one for McLaurin. I would strongly consider that. If someone offers me a two, I don't think there's any chance I'm making that trade. I, that's the thing. I think with McLaurin right now, I'm I'm holding and hoping that we get Ben Johnson news, and then we get a rookie quarterback, and then I can. I'm probably dealing at that point. Right. He's right. gonna. Oh, that's he's gonna turn 29 in September. Right. I was gonna go the other way. Maybe it would be an overrated bump for these guys. Yeah, that's more likely. Absolutely. Okay. All right, uh, so Dotson did win the poll, 56. percent I don't know how hopeful I am for Jerry Judy anymore. I, I don't really. I know. Yeah. I, I would love to see a trade that he gets moved. I think the Broncos would too. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I, I think we've seen what the rest of the league thinks about the possibilities of that. Mm. Um, well, I mean, you never know for a day three pick. You know, somebody's willing just to take a flyer on him. Okay, last category. Are they done? Will you take him in Kansas City, Heath, for a fourth? Well, I mean, I'd rather have him than, than Marquez Valdez Scantling or Justin Watson or uh, right. Sky they can all drop yeah. him all the same. Sure. <laughs> All right. This category is called "Are they done? Are they are they done being?" Jerry Judy, Traylon Burks, and <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you're on this list, chances are you're already done. Damian Pierce, Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett. Lockett's the only one I. Up? Lockett's the only one I hesitate on. He's probably done. 
he just he he needs a good opportunity to just see the type of target volume that he saw last year, and even then he'll be a wide receiver three at best. I think Russ is the one that I'm most hopeful for. Um, I kind of feel the same way about him that you do about Judy. I think I, I just think it was a terrible, terrible marriage between him and Sean Payton. And if somebody wanted to have an offense that was designed around the things that he does well, I think he could still be okay. Wasn't wasn't his efficiency really good though until he got the news that they wanted to, you know, cut him like right around <laughs> okay, the bottom. I mean, and that's when everything fell uh, apart. The touchdown rate was really good. His, yeah, yeah, six point nine yards per attempt is pretty bad <laughs> yeah that's, that's low career low well where where are his options to start like the raiders and the falcons maybe right could pittsburgh be an option uh potentially that's three okay um where else what about a tennessee like, minnesota minnesota or tennessee is a bridge quarterback tampa bay yeah all options yeah the the question i have is does he get yeah he doesn't need to take a big salary because he's getting a huge salary right i mean he's getting mega money Correct. just by getting cut by the broncos so he could in right. theory take it he doesn't game. even have to play right he's he's set yeah plus he's the og of um you know being in a relationship with a famous musical artist so he seems like he probably cares about his legacy a little bit though and he's not quite in the hall yet i mean i guess i guess did, did canalis work with him or no Yes, I believe they were both in C. Unless Canals was only there for one year, he. Right. I think there's sure. some. I think there's some time together. So there could be it could be a Tampa Bay reunion if if they don't sign Baker. Okay. All right. Let's take a break. DFS talk. When we come back, players we love, players to avoid. You might have to shop in the bargain bin, get some inexpensive players in your lineup, especially if you want Christian McCaffrey. I have a FanDuel lineup that has McCaffrey, but I, I think I've got a pretty interesting scenario. You guys can tell me McCaffrey and player X or two other options. See which, you know, we'll see who you guys like when we come back on Fantasy Football Today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right, ready? What do you think about this? Who would you rather have in FanDuel, half PPR? McCaffrey and Isaiah Likely or Jameer Gibbs and Amonra St. Brown? Gibbs and St. Brown. Agreed. All right, we'll go ahead and make that change. That'll be fun. So who do we love? How do we start our lineups this week? I have a lineup if you just want it. Sure, How did I, you start it? I would like to know. I started with Lamar Jackson. There you go. I, I feel like he's got the uh, easiest path to not having to rely on anybody and, and still being successful. Um, Purdy has clearly got the best matchup and is going to most likely be the most popular based on his salary. But 
we know the pitfalls of of no Debo, but I mean, almost everyone has had success throwing on the on the Lions, and he's at home where you know he's been at his best. So, uh, but I have a Lamar Jackson Christian McCaffrey lineup that I'm very happy about. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, it's Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Justice Hill, Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, I think the probably most popular player this week, but uh, it, it it's almost you have to do it based on salary is Juwan Jennings, um, mm. Odell Beckham, George Kittle, Sam Laporta, and just punt defense and go with the Lions. Okay. So, who else do you guys think are must-haves this week? I'm stacking the 49ers without McCaffrey. So, Purdy, Ayuk, and Kittle are my uh, – that's my th- and then bring it back with Gibbs and St. Brown. Um, I actually – my cheap player was Clyde playing that pass-catching running back role. And uh, I've got Zay Flowers, Rasheed Rice, and the Chiefs defense. Oh, we have a very similar lineup. Yeah. All right. So, so wait, let's go position by position. For Brock Purdy. This is FanDuel, right? And Jamie said Lamar. Like, that's the only other quarterback that I would probably play this week. Uh, all right. So, Brock Purdy, Heath, and you have Brock Purdy, right? Yep. I have Jameer Gibbs and Justice Hill. You have? I have Jameer Gibbs and Clyde. I have Ayuk, Rasheed Rice, and Jamison Williams. I have Ayuk, Rasheed Rice, and Amon Ross St. Brown. I have him on about my flex. Uh, George Kittle at okay. tight end. Kittle and Zay Flowers my flex. Okay, so I have so basically the big di- the only differences are you have Clyde and Zay Flowers. I have Justice Hill and Jamison Williams, and we both have the Chiefs DST. Yep, that's pretty. Yeah, all right, <laughs> that's funny. It's just going to come down to two players for us. Dave, what do you got? Uh, I have the exact same first four players that Jamie listed. Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Justice Hill, Brandon Ayuk. After that, my Rodgers. Oh, I guess Juwan Jennings. You had him too, right, Jamie? Uh-huh. I've got him as well. Uh, Josh Reynolds is my third wide receiver. So pretty pretty weak at wide receiver. I've got Laporta at tight end, Jamison Williams in my flex. I did spend up for the Ravens defense. What do you think about... You know, how confident are you, both of you, uh, Dave and Jamie, in Lamar Jackson when you look at the Chiefs and, you know, they're they're amazing. They're they're great defensively. I know last week Allen crushed them, so maybe that's part of your thinking here. But, yeah, this is obviously a tough, much tougher matchup for Lamar than it is for Purdy. Well, obviously. I mean, but again, you know, we're, we're down to four quarterbacks unless you assume someone's going to get hurt and you want to be creative. Um and and like Heath said, you know, Jared Goff feels like the ultimate contrarian play because of just how good the 49ers defense is and what the Lions, what Goff has lacked on the road in terms of production. So, you know, if you want to go that route, you certainly can. And and clearly Mahomes in the playoffs, I think he can give you the type of game he gave you last week, you know, uh, 30 to 40 yards rushing. He can give you a couple touchdowns. He limits the turnovers amazingly in the playoffs. So 250 and two, I think, is is within reach. And so it's going to be good production at quarterback. But, I mean, Lamar Jackson's the ultimate difference maker of all the players in the playoffs. So, you know, if, if he's running to the level that we saw last week, I mean, he can give you a four-touchdown game. You know, it may not be a lot of yards on top of it, but as good as the Chiefs defense. I mean, Josh Allen gave you a three-touchdown game. You know, so it's not crazy to think that that's possible, especially in his building, and maybe the weather's going to be a concern. So, you know, some, some defenders slipping all over the place. This is his time. You know, so if he's going to get the Ravens to – the level that they're hoping he can and, and prove that he's the MVP, I think he could do it. 
All right, guys. So what about some other players? What about Kelsey? What about Mahomes? What, what about all the Chiefs? Heath, you're not interested in them? Other than it's not that I'm not interested Rice. in them. I just think that, uh, yeah, value-wise, I'd rather have Clyde and Rasheed Rice. Um, if Pacheco is a full participant, then maybe I get away from Clyde just a little bit. But there's a, he's on FanDuel, at least. He's $900 cheaper than Justice Hill. Um, but no, I like I like I said, I think the Ravens have the best defense in the NFL. They've been incredibly good against quarterbacks. And so I, I actually expect more field goals than touchdowns in that game. Okay. Um Laporta. You like him this week? I'm starting him. Yeah, like I said before, you know, I'm I'm playing both tight ends. Kittle. Kittle to me is the easy the easiest tight end decision to make if you can afford it. He's been unbelievable at home. Line secondary, we know, has struggled with tight ends at times this season. And so I just think he's he's not the free space, but he's somebody that you want to have. And and if Debo doesn't play, that only enhances his value and potential. But he's good. I mean, look, all these guys are going to be popular. There's going to be a lot of similar lineup combinations. Like you just heard Dave and and I have six of the same players, five of the same players. At least um, five. So it's it's hard to overlook that. Uh, Jennings will be very popular if there is no Debo Samuel. Ayuk will be very popular if there's no Debo Samuel. Purdy's going to have the best matchup, so you're going to see a lot of 49er stacks. So if you want to be creative, I think it's the Chiefs route or the Lions route. And if those guys have good games, then you're going to be thrilled about that. Okay. I don't know if there's anything else to add here. Ertz is not on the slate, right? I didn't see his name. I didn't even I didn't think see to look. him either. Well, if Andrews does not play, would you would you go to likely, or would you stick with Kittle? Or everybody's going to run to likely. Well, they should. I mean, no Ertz on the slate. Likely would absolutely be popular if there's no Andrews. And he, it, it. We talked about this already. Like he's a good contrarian play, even if Andrews does go. All right, here's my last concern here about the advice we're giving. Just how much would it change? If Debo Samuel is basically full go, which seems unrealistic, I know that. But just in this scenario, he he's he's good to go. We feel confident in Debo. Do you get away from Ayuk? Do you get away from Kittle? I'd be more likely to get away from Ayuk than I would be Kittle. I wouldn't get away from either. Just the matchup is so good across the board. Mm-hmm. And last week was the first time, I think, well, I, I shouldn't say that. Uh, Ayuk came into last week's game averaging 100 yards receiving in San Francisco. So he was below his average for home games. So they're just so good in their building. And it's such a great matchup. You know, so yes, things get thrown off a little bit when Debo's not there because he's the guy you have to account for in the passing game for San Francisco because of what he'll do as a rusher as well. You know, they just have to be, you know, have a spy on him and 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 safeties have to, you know, pay attention to it. So when he's not there, they tried that with Jennings. You saw that coming out of the half. And He's not the same player. So it kind of throws, I think it threw things off for Purdy, roll coverage a little bit more toward Ayuk and, and toward Kittle. They're still very tough to stop anyway. But the secondary has been exposed time and time again. That's the Achilles heel of this Lions defense. They're amazing against the run. You know, it makes you question playing Christian McCaffrey because of his rushing maybe downside this week. But his overall playmaking overcomes that. But it's a very expensive play. So... You know, I, I just think San Francisco to me is going to, you know, move the ball with more success maybe than any of the teams out there uh, of the four remaining, and and that's the hope. So I don't think that Debo coming back should get, make you run away from Ayuk or run away from Kittle. I think they'll still be just fine. The only thing that 
caught my attention and what you said, Jamie, was will the 49ers use Debo in the run game when he's coming back from a shoulder injury? Why would they? Well, open I don't know him if up? they'll use him. I'm, I'm just saying for defense, it's the threat of him. You know, oh, yeah. To, and that's the biggest thing. And that's what he's talked about, which is having Debo as a decoy. Like that, I, if he can do that, I, I want him to play for the Niners. I wouldn't want to use him in DFS. But if I'm the Niners, I want to put him out the field so at least the Lions have to defend him. And then he could work as a regular wide receiver. I just, I wouldn't want to run him into a bunch of linebackers 10 times a game. The problem is for this week, there's not a lot of like great cheap options. You know, I mean, I think we listed the two running backs that you could look at, and that's Justice Hill and and Clyde. Maybe Dalvin Cook, if you know, one game in, did he do enough to earn a bigger role? So you could say those three guys, but you know, between the two Lions guys, I would stay away from Montgomery personally because if he doesn't score, you're you're screwed. Uh, but Gibbs, McCaffrey, Pacheco, you know, those three are going to be clearly, you know, in a lot of lineups, and then. The receivers, Jennings is the obvious one because you know he'll get targets if there's no Debo. But do you look at and or I shouldn't say do you look at how much do you buy into Jamison Williams maybe making a big play? We just haven't seen it yet. Uh Josh Reynolds, huge game two weeks ago, scored a touchdown last week. So you know he's been involved since kind of the Laporta injury. Mm-hmm. And now what happens without Brock Wright there? Do they elevate Zach Ertz? Is it more in Laporta's direction? Is it more Jameer Gibbs? You know, there's a lot of you know interesting ways to go there. And really the Ravens receivers, you know, aside from Zay Flowers, who might get Sneed, which you know that could be a problem, then what happens to the other guy? So is it Bateman? Is it Odell? Is it Aguilar who scored? You know, is it, you know, we see more 12 personnel. And if, if Andrews plays, there's just a lot of directions you can go from being a, a you know, finding some some cheaper options there. And then clearly the, the Chiefs receivers too. You know, there's, there's maybe a dart throw here of, hey, this could be MVS this week. On DraftKings, I just don't, if you're going to go with a Ravens receiver that's not uh, Zay Flowers, I don't really see why you would go with Beckham at this point. He's more expensive than Aguilar, and look at his targets. I mean, his targets in his last four games are three, three, one, and one. So I, I don't really see... He, there was a while where it looked like he was, if not the number two guy, maybe the number one receiver on the team, but he doesn't play that much, and I don't really see how he's definitely, definitively better than Nelson Aguilar, for example. So it's it was a pretty big difference in cost, I believe, on DraftKings between the two of them. I'm not sure about FanDuel. I don't really know why you'd go Beckham over Aguilar if you're saving money. I guess just upside. You know, big spotlight. You know, you hope that he shows maybe. up. Yeah. But yeah, from, from a, uh, a logic standpoint, you're right. Mm-hmm. And from a logic standpoint, it made sense to use my sleeve to scratch my nose. So I think I've been pretty logical all day, quite frankly. You also pinched your nose, too. You see how he just scratched his nose? Nobody thought he picked his nose. He just, I, I, you know. Nobody the, thought the, I picked my nose. The, the real key is that when you do it, you put your finger outside of your nose. Yeah. <laughs> like people get really confused when your finger goes into your nose. They think they think that you're picking. Or Adam, moving? you know, there's this magic of if you have to, you know, do something like that, you just do this. Uh, to rub simple. my nose, <laughs> to rub <laughs> my nose. I don't need to very take simple. my camera off to rub my not, nose. Not, not difficult. I do it constantly. You go off camera to just rub yes. my nose. Yes. Yes. Uh, because it's silly. All right, Heath, what are you, what are you cooking this? When weekend? I was sick, I was turning it off to oh, hock up phlegm. It different. was ridiculous. What are you cooking up this weekend? I don't have anything on the menu yet. I've got a, uh, a 14U basketball tournament, and uh, hope the the hope is that they schedule the championship game at two o'clock or earlier. Oh, um, but yeah, there, it will be probably an, an order in kind of day. Oh, okay. 
Well, good luck to uh, to all of you out there who are who have a vested interest in this game. Must be a lot of fun. I don't know what that's like, really. Uh, it's been a while. But uh, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Why Monday. Why are you for the Eagle Blaster? <laughs> that's, that's right. I was all those Fly Eagles Fly last year. That's right. Uh, all right. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you later. We're also about to record FFT and 5. If you want to hop over and watch that, we'll talk to you Monday on Fantasy Football Today. Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!